from BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast, is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey, everyone. This is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. I've been needing a quick getaway with my family, and the 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe is the perfect vehicle to take us there. It has standard third-row seating, so I'm able to pack my entire family, plus pets, in the car while also having enough room for our camping essentials. Available H-Track all-wheel drive will get us through any dirt trails, and available dual wireless charging pads will ensure we never have to worry about getting stuck with a dead phone in the middle of nowhere. Visit HyundaiUSA.com. Or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Oh, what's going on? You know what? Here's the thing. You thought that Antonio Brown, Raiders wide receiver, was the only guy that was willing to retire if he couldn't wear his favorite helmet. That's untrue. He's not the only guy. Andy Furman is also one of these people here. He is not with us to begin this program because the suits at Fox Sports Radio said, dude, you can't wear your old helmet. It's outdated. You got to wear your new helmet. And Andy Furman is like, no, I'm not going down without a fight. If there's anybody in sports talk radio that would broadcast while wearing a helmet. Wouldn't you think it's my guy, Andy Furman? I love Andy Furman. (laughs) But we're working out some kinks over here. So I'm Brian. No, I'm starting off the show with you today. I want to start by talking about Antonio Brown because this is just unbelievable. This story is just crazy. Where, of course, you start off frostbitten feet. That's like, wow, that's a curveball. It's a little bit different. No, 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 no. Doesn't end there. Oh, we got more layers to this bad boy. 
It's not just frostbitten feet going to a cryotherapy session over here. No, he wasn't wearing the proper footwear. Now we get word that he's thinking about walking away from the sport entirely if he's not able to wear his preferred helmet. Now, first off, first things first, this is total BS. This is grandstanding at its finest. This is a temper tantrum without any follow-through whatsoever. And so for people to be freaked out, like, oh my gosh, Antonio Brown might walk away. What, really? Walk away from $30 million because he can't wear a helmet? Are you kidding me? This is just creating drama. And this is the epitome of an empty threat. There's no way he walks away from $30 million. And I know all of the reaction is, hey, remember that sit-down interview with ESPN's Jeff Darlington? Remember when he said he didn't need the sport of football? Here's a portion of that. Here's Antonio Brown talking to Jeff Darlington months ago. I don't even have to play football I don't want, bro. I don't even need the game. You know what I'm saying? I don't need to prove nothing to anyone. If if they want to play, they're going to play by my rules. If not, I don't need to play. Okay, so right there. Oh, remember that? He said he doesn't need to play. They're only going to play by his rules or he's out of here. And here we get the helmet thing. And maybe he's done. He's not done. There's $30 million on the table here. When you break it down per game check, this is the amazing thing to me. If he practices or plays in his preferred helmet, you know, the outdated helmet that's been outlawed, if he practices or plays in that bad boy, he will lose that week's game check. And for Antonio Brown, that is to the tune of $860,000 Per week, that's his game check. We're talking nearly a million dollars per game if he plays in the wrong helmet. Or if he just flat out walks away, of course, he'd be costing himself that much money per week. Antonio Brown is eccentric, a little crazy. He's not stupid. He's not walking away from that type of money. So this really is creating drama for no good reason. I've had crazy girlfriends in the past that were way less dramatic than Antonio Brown. This is a brand new team, and he's pulling this stuff here. Now, this is the interesting part to me. John Gruden. John Gruden responds to all of this stuff about frostbitten feet, about an outdated helmet, all of that. Here is John Gruden supporting Antonio Brown. Listen to what he has to say. There's been a lot of reports out there. I can't say I agree with all of them, uh, certainly. But I support this guy. You know, I think that's what needs to be said. I don't know um, what anybody's writing or what anybody thinks, but this this foot injury wasn't his fault. You know, this was a total accident. It really wasn't his fault. And it's a serious injury. I know some people are smarting at it, but it's really not a laughing matter. The guy was hurt. He was innocent. He didn't do anything wrong. And the helmet thing is a personal matter to him. You know, he has a strong feeling about uh, what he's worn on his head, and we're supporting him. And we understand the league's position as well. So we're in a tough spot. And we hope Antonio is back here soon because uh, he's exciting to be around. I'm excited. I got some plays for him. I hope we can start calling him. Okay. Many things from this. First things first. This is mostly a load of BS. Let's be honest here. To act like it isn't Antonio Brown's fault. I got a question for you. Antonio Brown goes into the uh, cryotherapy 
deal over there not wearing the proper footwear and gets frostbitten feet. To act like it isn't his fault, of course it's his fault. Sure, it's an accident, but you got to know better. You have to know to wear the proper footwear if you're stepping into temperatures that are way below zero. It's kind of an important thing. Like, here's my question. If you go out in just freezing cold temperatures, let's say it's in the Midwest, you know, in Minnesota, it gets freezing in the wintertime, crazy temperatures. If you just walk outside for 10 minutes without a coat, and you get ill, you're very sick, is that just an accident or is it your fault? Of course it's your fault. You need to know better. So to say this isn't Antonio Brown's fault is ridiculous. But here's the thing. This is a smart move by John Gruden and the Raiders. Even though this is a complete load of BS, it was the right load of BS to feed everybody because you don't want things to be further off base with Antonio Brown. It's smart to give him a hug publicly. It's smart to support the guy. They're in a very, very tough position because Antonio Brown, he is so unprofessional here. He is not taking care of his business at all. And for the Raiders, if you come out and say, yeah, I don't know what the hell this guy's doing. What's his problem anyway? He's not showing up to meetings. He's unreachable. He's missing training camp. We're trying to contact the guy. Just simply call him. He's unreachable. This guy, it's got to change. If they just go on and on publicly, that's not going to get him anywhere. If John Gruden says what he just said, hey, we're supporting the guy. We're giving him a public hug. I mean, partially that's really good because you want to support the guy. You want to be on the same page. But it's partially bad because it's like a misbehaving kid and you just gave him his favorite toy to try to sell him down. It's like you're rewarding him for bad behavior. So you're in a really, really tough spot with Antonio Brown. That guy is a monster on the field. He's so productive, but he is a monstrous headache off the field, not making life any easier for the Raiders. I'm Brian No, coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Visit Geico.com for a free rate quote. Again, trying to work out the kinks to get Andy Furman on the show. This is Fox Sports Sunday. There's something else that uh, I thought was interesting last night. A couple of quarterbacks started for their respective teams. You had Patrick Mahomes start for the Chiefs, and you had Dak Prescott start for the Cowboys. Now, if you start with Patrick Mahomes... (laughs) This is, to me, the epitome of speak now or forever hold your peace. Because Patrick Mahomes starting the first quarter, you know, if he got hurt last night and everybody had access to those results, you know what would have happened. This was the dumbest decision ever. Andy uh, Reid is out of his mind. Why would you risk it? It's not worth it. So forth and so on. But with Patrick Mahomes going out there playing, not getting hurt, he was scampering around, he was running around, had a run down to the one-yard line, and then got down, made a smart business decision not to take the additional punishment. But heaven forbid, if Patrick Mahomes gets hurt, Andy Reid is just getting roasted. Thankfully, Mahomes didn't go down. But when I say speak now or forever hold your peace... Before the game started and you caught word of Patrick Mahomes starting, if you had a huge issue with it, you had to say it before anything happened, right? 
if he got hurt or anything. I hate the convenient second guessing. If you weren't ranting and raving before the game that Patrick Mahomes, in your opinion, should not have been starting, that's when I want to hear it. I don't want to hear it afterward if he gets hurt and then you tell me Andy Reid is out of his mind. I want to hear it before he gets hurt. And if you aren't saying those things beforehand, I don't want to hear you saying them afterward because it's a convenient second guess at that point. As far as Dak Prescott goes, Dak Prescott got the start Went four for four, completed a pass to himself (laughs) against the 49ers. And the thing I take away from this, it's the final year of Dak Prescott's contract. He's negotiating with the Cowboys long-term extension. Of course, this guy's not going to hold out. He's playing the first quarter of a preseason game. So this is important to me when it comes to the contract negotiation. If Dak Prescott and his representation are so dug in. Their heels are just dug in. They're not budging. They need 30, 32 million per season. We're playing the if game. This is a hypothetical. If their heels are dug in, last night was important for the Cowboys. You understand Dak isn't going to sit out. If I'm the Cowboys and Dak is demanding 30 or 32 million, that's too high of a price tag. I'm not paying a good quarterback elite money. Dak Prescott is an elite I don't want to pay him elite money. I'm in the neighborhood of 25 mil. I'm not going north of 25 mil for Dak Prescott, who's good, not great. If Dak says, I need 30, 32, I'm saying to myself, well, this guy isn't going to hold out. He's clearly going to play football. We're just going to have him play out the final year of his contract. If worse comes to worse, and he's still saying, I need 30, 32 mil after this season if he plays relatively well. Well, we've got two options. We can draft a young quarterback or we can franchise tag Dak Prescott. And we pay him huge money for one year, but we're not paying him elite money over the course of the entire contract. That's an important bit of information. And for the Cowboys, they just can't get bullied into giving Dak Prescott way more money than he's worth. Not north of 25 mil. Nope, can't do it. 30-32, nah, is that speaking my language. Can't hear what you're saying right there. I go into the final year of that contract without a contract extension, if that's the number that Dak Prescott simply isn't moving off of. All right, plenty more to get to this morning. Fired up here. Hopefully, the suits at Fox, they let Andy Furman Uh, do the show today with the outdated helmet, just kind of grandfather him in to appease his desires, and we can do the show as normal. Coming up next from the Geico Studios, a lot of people could be very wrong about one player in particular. I'm Brian No, Andy Furman to be with us shortly. This is Fox Sports Sunday. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought... In that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Hey. 
Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think he could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all but i think i would have shocked a lot of people i think kobe and everybody in their prime kobe would win a one-on-one contest yeah yeah because you gotta think he's gonna guard he don't care about guarding He's gonna guard. He's gonna exactly. guard. Like you see him in the Olympics, he's gonna guard, and then on I'm top not of that, like that, see that. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college? Because he ain't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. You never want to find yourself out on the water fishing without the essentials. So it's best to always pack a Columbia PFG Solar Stream Elite hoodie to protect against the sun. I mean, it provides great protection and it's really breathable so you don't get hot. That's a win-win. Columbia PFG has a lot of great gear. So before you head out on the water, head over to Columbia.com slash PFG to shop their performance fishing gear. I'm Brian No here on Fox Sports Radio, coming to you from the Geico Studios. Andy Furman, hopefully we'll link up with him very shortly. This is Fox Sports Sunday. I'm going to smack you from here to tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Apparently uh, his Comrex smacked him this morning. I think that's what happened. And I think I threw off the universe because I typically have my Nutrigrain bar. Normally have an apple cinnamon Nutrigrain bar. And uh, I brought it today, but I also, I got fancy this morning. I brought in some bacon and pancakes. That's right. The lovely Christina cooked some bacon and pancakes yesterday. There was some leftovers, and I'm like, oh, fancy breakfast this morning. So I brought it in, and then things went haywire. The universe, it was too much for the universe to comprehend. So I think it's my fault that Andy Furman isn't with us just yet. It's just a technical issue, that's all. So hopefully we'll get Andy uh, up and running and everything will be worked out. In the meantime, hard-hitting, hard-hitting sports thoughts for you. You can always hit me up on Twitter, at The No Show, N-O-E Show. So feel free to check in. Also, 877-99 on Fox. You know, Andy and I, uh, we say a lot of words, you know? (laughs) We are both high-strung we're both big time energy, and when we start doing a show together, and we might see things differently. Now we're going at it. It's it's not the easiest show to call in for, you know. It's like, but now when it's just one person, it's a little bit easier. So if you want to hit us up, feel free to do so. Eight seven seven ninety nine on Fox. A few things in terms of rookie quarterbacks I wanted to get to. Daniel Jones at the New York Giants, really nice debut. Let's not go crazy here. It was a nice drive. Very nice drive. 
He was decisive with the football, accurate, threaded the needle. This is the thing is you got to consider the competition. If a quarterback is playing great against mostly backup guys, you take that into account. It matters. But when Daniel Jones throws a touchdown pass to Benny Fowler and he's threading the needle, tight coverage, that matters. I don't care if it was the starter, the backup, Jets cornerback. That's a great throw and a positive sign for Big Blue. And the other side of this is there was such an overreaction on draft day. Daniel Jones went higher than people expected, went sixth overall to the Giants, and Dwayne Haskins of the Redskins, he dropped. He went lower than expected. Jones went sixth overall. Haskins went 17th overall. And the utter panic, the reaction was so over the top. It turned into, Daniel Jones sucks. Dwayne Haskins, you could have had him. He's the second coming. Dwayne Haskins could have set the NFL world on fire. I mean, good Lord, he threw 50 touchdown passes last year at The Ohio State. Here's the thing. Keep this in mind. Daniel Jones was the only player drafted from Duke in 2019. The only guy (laughs) that kind of matters. If you look at Dwayne Haskins, number two overall pick was Nick Bosa. The number two overall guy in the draft was on his same team. Now, Nick Bosa took most of the year off. He had an injury and he just said, you know what? Screw it. I'm going to go to the NFL. So to be fair, he didn't have Nick Bosa all year. But he did have Paris Campbell, second-round wide receiver going to the Colts. He also had Terry McLaurin, third-round receiver going to his same team, the Redskins. So that matters. Dwayne Haskins had a second-round wide receiver and a third-round wide receiver to throw to. Meanwhile, Daniel Jones had dudes. I'll give you 100 bucks right now if you don't happen to be a Duke fan and you can name a Duke wide receiver off the top of your head from last year. You can't. Offer is off the table. It's expired. You know you can't name any Duke wide receivers that Daniel Jones was throwing to. It matters in terms of what his production was in college. And also, it's very important to understand this. What players did in college, if they put up gaudy numbers, that's nice. But don't be beholden to it as if it automatically translates to the NFL. It's all I heard with Dwayne Haskins. Oh, 50 touchdown passes. Dwayne Haskins threw 50 touchdown passes. I don't care. It doesn't matter. Remember The Rock? It doesn't matter. That's what you should have been playing on all these sports talk radio shows when it came to the analysis of Dwayne Haskins from The Ohio State. His 50 touchdown passes in the Big Ten against some suspect competition, more importantly, with second and third round wide receiving talent, you can throw that right out the window as far as what it will mean in his NFL career. It's a different ball game. You go back to that Michigan game. Michigan thought that crossing patterns were the wave of the future. They're like, oh my gosh, crossing patterns. What do we do here? It's like one guy goes this way, the other guy goes the other way. We are at a loss. Radical. It's ridiculous. Obnoxious over here. 
So to act like the 50 touchdown passes is going to translate. No, it's not. Dwayne Haskins threw two interceptions in his debut in the preseason against the Browns. Now, look, I don't know. Overreact with either guy. Daniel Jones, nice drive, led to a touchdown. Dwayne Haskins, disastrous performance, two interceptions. Doesn't mean this is the career arc for both guys. Doesn't mean that Daniel Jones is destined for greatness. It doesn't mean that Dwayne Haskins is going to suck. It's just a sign to say, hey, hey, all you people that thought you had it right, that Daniel Jones was a terrible draft pick, and Dwayne Haskins, oh, you're getting tremendous value. You know what? You might have been wrong. You might have missed that. (laughs) It reminds me of Porzingis being drafted in New York. Remember when everybody was on that? Oh, Porzingis, fourth overall. What are you doing? The home crowd booed the pick. They hated it. You get a Rappaport rant. Who the bleep is this? Remember that epic rant? Well, it's a guy who turned out to be great for your franchise. That's who it turned out to be. Everybody was against Porzingis. Latvia, why would you go with this guy? He's horrible. Turned out to be really, really good. And the same might unfold for Daniel Jones. So we'll have to see how it unfolds. It's just for people to be utterly convinced that Daniel Jones is going to be bad. It's premature. And to be utterly convinced Dwayne Haskins off of his 50 touchdown passes in college. He's the guy. It's ridiculous. Tim Tebow was a monster in college. Okay. Colt McCoy was the winningest quarterback in college football history at Texas. Neither Tebow nor McCoy did anything in the NFL. College stats don't mean everything. I'm Brian No. This is Fox Sports Radio. We're coming to you from the Geico Studios. Fox Sports Sunday coming at you. You can tweet me at the No Show. Hit us up at 877-99 on Fox. Also, real quickly, while we're talking about rookie quarterbacks, Kyler Murray. Kyler Murray had an interesting debut. He had one series. I'm still scratching my head. One series for Kyler Murray. Daisy Fresh rookie. Why? Why why would you only give him one series? If it's an established quarterback, if it's Patrick Mahomes, okay, the plan for Patrick Mahomes was for him to start the entire first quarter. Patrick Mahomes threw for over 5,000 yards and 50 touchdown passes last season in the NFL. Reigning MVP. And he was playing the entire first quarter. Meanwhile, Kyler Murray, rookie, gets one series? Does that not seem odd to you? I would have Kyler Murray play a lot more than just one series. At least give him a quarter. Get him into the second quarter. Even if it's the first preseason game. Get him some reps. Get him some live in-game reps. And the first game was the perfect time to do it. The Chargers didn't have their first string defense out there. They had a couple of starters here and there, but they had a lot of number two guys. Why not have Kyler Murray playing with the starting Arizona offense against a lot of Chargers backups? He's not at great risk for injury. And you're able to get him some in-game reps. Makes all the sense in the world. He looked good. Kyler Murray was dinking dunk city. But he did look good, and I just would have gotten him more action. You saw it, too, in that first drive. Man, that Arizona Cardinals offensive line. He got sacked 
on third down. It was the last play that he was in the game for. And both offensive tackles got uh, just got worked on the play. Easy sack of Kyler Murray. There was another play where there was pressure in Kyler Murray. The escapability, just the athleticism, extending a play. It's going to be so valuable for the Arizona Cardinals. But I think that Kyler Murray... I think he's going to have a disappointing season for a couple of reasons. I think he could be really, really good in the NFL. But initially, that offensive line leaves a lot to be desired. And then it's also a comparison situation. I think whatever Kyler Murray does this season, it's going to appear to be worse than it actually is because there are going to be some comparisons with Baker Mayfield. Baker Mayfield threw the most touchdown passes as a rookie in NFL history. That's impressive. And of course, being another number one overall pick and coming from Oklahoma as a Heisman trophy winner. I mean, it just sets itself up for a comparison all on down the line. It's exactly what Kyler Murray is like Baker and Kyler, both number one overall picks, both Heisman trophy winners, both from the university of Oklahoma. You tell me there's not going to be a natural comparison. And of course you have to account for the disparity in talent around those guys. But I think with that as a backdrop, it's going to make Kyler Murray's production appear to be less than it actually is. And also you throw out there Patrick Mahomes. It was his first year starting last season. The guy throws for 5,000 yards and 50 touchdown passes. So whatever Kyler Murray does this year, I think it's going to appear to be a disappointment. I think he's going to have a really solid career. I think he's too talented not to. But the pieces around him, goodness. The talent level around Baker Mayfield, it's night and day compared to the talent level around Kyler Murray. going to be really exciting to see what he does. But for Cliff Kingsbury, I would play Kyler Murray more in the preseason right now. Get him some reps. Get him out there. Get him some live in-game action. All right, we need some live in-game action from one Big B, Brian Fenley, to spin us around. What's going on, Big B? What is going on, Brian? So good to hear from you, and I hope I get a chance to talk to my father, Andy Furman, here soon. I miss him wholeheartedly. He's forsaking you right now. He really is. You know, he's been an absent father, and he's showing his true colors tonight, or this morning, I guess. <laughs> he's been a deadbeat father for a <laughs> yeah. long time. Huh? He has. This is nothing new with the Furman Bunch. So, Brian, here's what we got. You know, the first wave of preseason games in the NFL finished up in week one on Saturday and the Raiders played and they played like a team that seems to play their best football when it does not count as they down the Rams 14-3. LA had three times as many punts as points in this game and people actually paid to watch this. The Chiefs guillotined the Bengals 38-17. Patrick Mahomes played one drive, 4 for 4 through the air for 66 yards. The 49ers tranquilized the Cowboys 17 to 9. Jalen Hurd caught two touchdowns. Dak Prescott went 4 for 4 for 23 yards. And Andy, Andy Dalton still has a job for some reason, completed 7 of 9 for 80 yards. In baseball, Jordan Alvarez booming three home runs as the Astros bury the Orioles alive 23 to 2 the Reds gave the Cubs their last rights 10-1 the final Aristides Aquino poking three home runs the Mets defy the Nationals 4-3 and New York extends their win streak to eight and nobody can really believe that 
Kenta Maeda threw seven scoreless innings as the Dodgers whizzed by the Diamondbacks four zip. The Rays pump out three homers in a 5-4 win against the atrocious Mariners. And finally, the Marlins, yeah, they win in 10 against the Braves 7-6. Miami coming back from four down. Back to Brian No. Thanks, Big B. We're coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. It's easy to save 15% or more on car insurance with Geico. Go to geico.com. Or call 800-947-AUTO. The only hard part, figuring out which way is easier. I'm Brian No with you. We're trying to link up with Andy Furman. I wonder how many curse words Andy Furman has uttered this morning. You know? I can picture a few. It's frustrating when there's some technical issues. But hopefully everything will be worked out very shortly. In the meantime, let's go out to the phones. 877-99-ON-FOX. If you want to chime in, feel free to do so. Victor is in L.A. What's going on, Vic? How you doing? I want to get your opinion on... A lot of people talk down about the preseason and talk about it's garbage or whatever, and, and Aaron Rodgers talking about how he doesn't like the scrimmages. What, am I, what I'm questioning about is, isn't it also a learning curve for coaching teams working together? I mean, you would know better than me. Do you feel that it also helps them know how to react during game situations? to be a better coaching team, and you can go ahead and give me your opinion. Thank you so much for taking my call. Yeah, man. Thanks for checking in, Vic. Yeah, I mean, here's the deal with the preseason. If there were no benefits whatsoever, Patrick Mahomes wouldn't have been on the field yesterday. That's the easiest way to tell that there are some benefits to the preseason. I think, like, here's the deal. All of this, like, fans separate things too much. They overcomplicate it. If you look at training camp practices or joint practices, there are a lot of fans that they don't look at the downside of that. They don't look at it. If there's an injury in training camp practice, nobody says, oh, this is so stupid. Why are they even doing it? Why are you taking a chance with injury? You just look at it and say, well, that's unfortunate. It happened in a a training camp practice. Or even in joint practices, if somebody goes down, he's like, ah, that's unfortunate. That's too bad they went down. That sucks. But if it happens, heaven forbid, in a preseason game, it turns into, why are they even out there? Why would they be there? It was so dumb to play that guy. And like All of this stuff, it isn't separate. It's in one big bin of just getting players ready for the regular season. You had Patrick Mahomes win the MVP. The guy was unbelievable last year, throwing for over 5,000 yards and 50 touchdown passes. Yet he was out there starting the entire first quarter for the Chiefs last night in the first preseason game against the Bengals. So to act like there are no benefits whatsoever to getting some of your key guys out there in the preseason, there are. These players, the teams wouldn't have their key guys out there if there were no benefits whatsoever. And I know we can pick out the outliers and the big names that don't see the field. And case by case, sometimes it makes a lot of sense. A guy like Julio Jones. Julio Jones doesn't need to be out there in the preseason. He knows how to play football. He's going to be just fine. He's a seasoned vet. He doesn't need to risk injury. Makes sense for him. But if you look at some of these defensive players, some of the ones get extensive playing time. For some of the rookies, I think it makes a lot of sense to get Daniel Jones out there, get Kyler Murray some reps, get Dwayne Haskins more reps. He threw two interceptions against the Browns in his first preseason game. 
I mean, that's good. That's when you want them to mess up. You want them to mess up in the games that don't count. So there are a lot of benefits to the preseason. I think the other part of it is the fans understand it isn't the best entertainment value. And so it starts with them. And unfortunately, a lot of times it ends with them in terms of their opinions on the preseason. It isn't just about your fan experience. Of course, it's not going to be edge of your seat entertainment value if you don't have starters going up against starters. When you get backups and the brand of football, the quality isn't the highest. They look at it and say, well, this stinks. I don't like this in terms of how it impacts me and my entertainment value. Therefore, just get rid of the preseason. Get rid of it altogether. I hate it. It's like, it's not just about you. It's about getting a lot of players ready for the regular season and finding out what else you have, the back end of the roster, you know, guys fighting for the last roster spot and all of those things, undrafted free agents getting a chance to shine and show out. A lot of these guys wouldn't make the roster if it wasn't for the preseason. So long story short, I wouldn't just look at the drawbacks when it comes to the preseason. I would look at the benefits. I would look at the upside. And to act like there are no benefits whatsoever for teams specifically when it comes to the preseason, I think that's completely false. One last thing on it, here's something I would absolutely keep in mind if you're a diehard NFL fan. The NFL has kicked around the idea of shortening the preseason from four games to two games. There's no way they're shortening the preseason without making those games up elsewhere. And so if you don't want to see the regular season extended, which I don't, because you're starting to shorten the the lifespan of careers that added wear and tear it accumulates it would shorten careers and i don't want to hear about this every other day about head trauma and oh my gosh the nfl they say they care about the health of the players yet they extended the regular season they don't care repeat 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 i don't want to go down that road i don't want the playoffs to be expanded I think it's perfect just the way it is. Six teams in each conference, it's great. I don't want to water it down with more playoff teams, but make no mistake about it. If the NFL reduces the number of preseason games, that's partially fine. You know, I'm not begging for preseason games, but the downside of that is if you don't want to see the regular season or the postseason expanded, it will be. So you might not want to be yelling with a megaphone about how much of the preseason stinks and you wish it was either reduced or done away with altogether. Because if you don't want those games to be added elsewhere when it really counts, then you don't understand how it's going to go down if they do reduce or do away with the preseason. Hey, great news. There's a quick and easy way you could save money. Switch to Geico. It only takes 15 minutes to see if you could save 15% or more on car insurance. Go to Geico.com and see how much you could save. All right, coming up next from the Geico Studios. You know how the Masters, their tagline is a tradition unlike any other? That's false advertising. That applies to B-T-R. And it's right around the freaking corner. From BBC Radio 4. Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, 
We've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think you could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all but i think i would have shocked a lot of people i think kobe and everybody in their prime kobe would win a one-on-one contest yeah yeah because you gotta think he's gonna guard he don't care about guarding He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. You never want to find yourself out on the water fishing without the essentials. So it's best to always pack a Columbia PFG Solar Stream Elite hoodie to protect against the sun. I mean, it provides great protection and it's really breathable so you don't get hot. That's a win-win. Columbia PFG has a lot of great gear. So before you head out on the water, head over to Columbia.com slash PFG to shop their performance fishing gear. I'm Brian No here on Fox Sports Radio. Coming to you from the Geico Studios. Fox Sports Sunday coming at you. Andy Furman, not allowed to wear his outdated helmet, so he's throwing a temper tantrum this morning. Actually, it's technical issues, but it's funnier to say that it's a helmet issue, a la Antonio Brown. We're brought to you by Discover. Get your free credit scorecard today, even if you're not a Discover customer. It includes your FICO credit score. And checking your scorecard won't hurt your credit. Learn more at discover.com slash credit scorecard limitations apply. As I said a little bit earlier, there is a a tradition unlike any other. You hear that about the masters? Like, oh, it's the the nice music, the piano, and it's uh, the azaleas. And uh, no, 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 no. That's not the tradition that's unlike any other. It is Bronx Talk Radio, a.k.a. BTR. Let's do it. Guys, it's time to channel your inner New Yorker. We want to hear all the irrationalities you can spew on the hottest topics of the day. Here's something we like to call Bronx Talk Radio. Hosted by the great Chris P. Yeah, host is right. What the he- What's going on here? What's, what's going, going on? on with you pushing the buttons over there, huh? Did Andy get whacked or something? 
I don't know what's going on over here. I hear it's a, the buttons. You ain't pushing the right buttons this morning. I'm pushing all the buttons. I'm pushing every last button, and I'm pushing, and I'm getting my buttons pushed because you know why? Because no one will shut up about the freaking Mets. It's Mets this, Mets that. But you know what? No one's talking about the Yankees. No one's talking about the Bronx Bombers. That's a problem. That's a real freaking problem. Yeah, you're right about this. Chris, They're you're both doing very great. right about this. You know what's going on here? What's that? This is it's a classic example of the history distorting the present. And what I mean by that is, Mr. The, the 27 championships, the greatness of the Yankees, they're expected to do this, and it falls on deaf ears nationally because they're like, oh, what do you know? The Yankees are doing well. But meanwhile, the Mets and their sucky trash history, they rattle off a nice little winning streak, and all of a sudden, the country is captivated. It's mostly because the history stinks. That's what's they going stink. on here. They stink. And you know what? We had a nine-game We had a nine-game winning streak. Toronto snapped it. Who doesn't care? They're Canadians. They don't, they don't count. They don't count. But there's bad juju going on because Brett Gardner, he got thrown out accidentally, apparently. An umpire decided to point randomly at the Yankees' bullpen and just threw Brett Gardner out. He charges the umpire, as he should. Meanwhile, off the field, general manager Brian Cashman, he got... A, he got busted by the cops at gunpoint because they thought he was riding around in a stolen car. He had nine cops pull him over and arrest him at gunpoint thinking his his car was hot. You know, I got a story for you over here. First off, story it's pretty time freaking, with, Bri- with Brian. No, let's. It's do it. pretty freaking embarrassing over here if you throw out the wrong guy. Come on, that's you got to get that right. If you're an umpire, you can't just turn around at the bench and be like, "Hey, you, you're out of here." And he doesn't say a freaking word. That's bad. Story time, real quickly. All right. This reminds me, I wasn't held at gunpoint by uh, the police, but I was pulled over because I was swerving. This was, I don't know, when I was a teenager, we would do something called Midnight Madness. What is Midnight Madness? The records come out Tuesday morning, so you could go to the record store at midnight and get the new album. Empire we were records. driving around. You remember that over there, Chris? Remember that? This is a good I know old what a record is. Yeah, yeah. We go get the CD, you know, get the album over there. And so I was driving around with a couple of my friends, and we were putting in a portable CD player. So you got to put in the cassette, and I was swerving a little bit. I didn't know. I got pulled over by the cops. There were three cop cars behind me. They get on the megaphone. They're like, show me your freaking hands. They didn't say freaking, but I'm, I'm embellishing a little bit. They said bit. They, freaking. They said, show me, put your hands in the air. We had to put our hands in the air. It was a whole thing just because I was swerving a little bit. Craziness over here. I swerved once, but it's because I had some burgers and was trying to get them. Those cops must have been Mets fans. How do you not know who Brian Cashman is? I mean, come on. They got to be Mets fans. You pull over Brian Cashman. You don't know who he is. What the heck? You're on to something here, Vinay. This This got to be. This is because of the Mets. The Mets are somehow behind this Brian Cashman being there held is a, at gunpoint. There's a media conspiracy against the freaking Yankees. There are Outrageous. problems in the rotten app. The Big Apple is rotten right now. You the, respect the pinstripes over here. That's what you do. You respect them the at all times. the freaking rings. All right, let's, all 27 of them. You're right, Chris. We've You're got another right. police story for you, but it's down south with Georgia Southern. Their quarterback just got reinstated, but he got busted by the cops thinking the, uh, on a drug charge. But guess what? It wasn't drugs. They pulled him over. Quarterback Shy Words was pulled over in South Carolina. They saw a white substance on the hood of his car, and the cops said, yeah, that's cocaine. <laughs> and Shy was saying, no, it was bird poop. <laughs> and guess what? The drug results eventually came back, and he was right, and the cops were not. Good It was Lord. bird poop. They thought it was cocaine. Look, I, I, 
coincidentally, I take you back to the same freaking story I was initially telling. When the cops pulled us over and told us to show them the hands and everything, one of my buddies had pixie sticks. The cops thought it was coke. They thought it was cocaine. They thought there was some residue Listen, in there. It was you and your pixie friends, sticks over here. You and your friends, you're suspicious, though. I'm, I'm not going to lie to you. I've got to say it to you right, all right? How can the, you not tell the difference between booger sugar and bird poop? What's going on with our policing this year? I don't know what's going on. I understand there's some crazy stuff going on. I understand you, you got to be skeptical of some shady stuff. But it was happening. on the hood of the car. When, if you're going to toss drugs yeah. out, the wind's going to kick it back. You when sound like an expert here, Zinay. When do you store cocaine on the hood of your car? Come I mean, on, I cops. mean, it, it, it's that's how you party sometimes. I don't know. But, like, what I'm talking about here, if you're going to ditch your drugs, it's going backwards. It's that's not right. going forwards. You're right about that. You're right Those about that. Maybe the back seat. Yeah. way too knowledgeable about this kind of stuff. I have questions here. I may or may not have done some time up in Attica. What am I supposed in to do about it? In Rikers? <laughs> oh, my. There's, you know what? I suspect. hope for your sake, Vinay. That the time that you did wasn't around a bunch of those sleazy, low-life Mets fans. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Good morning, America and beyond. I'm Brian No, Andy Furman. He'll join us. We're going to catch up with Andy Furman in 20 minutes. We're going to talk to him. There's some technical issues going on this morning. I'm so, going to uh, smack you from here to tomorrow. <laughs> I know it. That's what uh, Andy is saying to his Comrex unit right now, or his internet provider. Is this what's happening? Does Andy Furman have Cox Cable? Remember how uh, Alex Marvez was having some issues linking up with us a couple of months ago because of that and went on this epic rant against Cox Cable? I wonder if that's going on with Andy Furman in any event. We'll catch up with him on the phone line, uh, see what's burning on his mind in the sports world in less than 20 minutes. I want to start off, and by the way, I want to invite all of you that uh, you can check in on Twitter, at The No Show, NOE Show, and also you can check in on the phone line, 877-99-ON-FOX, 877-99-ON-FOX is your phone number. Feel free to hit us up. So the latest with Antonio Brown, my goodness, you talk about causing unnecessary drama. First off, Antonio Brown, he gets frostbitten feet because he's not wearing the proper footwear in the cryotherapy deal over there. Silly. Then the latest is Antonio Brown is threatening to retire if he can't wear his preferred helmet. He wants to wear a helmet that's been deemed outdated by the NFL. It doesn't meet safety specifications. Antonio Brown says he can't see the ball the same way. It it messes with his vision, so he dislikes the new helmet. He wants his old helmet, and he's threatening to retire and walk away from $30 million if he can't wear his old helmet, which is just crazy. He's not walking away from $30 million. And I'll tell you what, my Saturday night co-host, Ephraim Salam, 13-year NFL veteran, he made a great point. He said that Antonio Brown is easily a top three receiver in the NFL. If he can't perform at a solid level, right? Like uh, 
an above average level because of his helmet, then he's no longer a top three receiver. It's a great point. Antonio Brown is a fantastic receiver. To make it sound like this is his kryptonite, he's putting up monstrous production. He's had over 100 catches each of the last six seasons. And if he's wearing a new helmet, what, his production's just going to plummet? He's not nearly the same receiver? That's his kryptonite? Really? That's absurd. That makes no sense. So this is, make no mistake, this is unnecessary drama. Antonio Brown is eccentric, but he's not stupid. He's not walking away from $30 million due to a helmet. This is just ridiculous antics over here. And there is something to be said about the Pittsburgh Steelers being partially responsible. Mike Tomlin was not a good disciplinarian. There were a lot of things that happened under his watch with Antonio Brown acting up. And it just was never corrected. If you look at a kid that is just throwing temper tantrums and just acting a fool, you have to look at the parents and be like, you let a lot of this go unchecked. You let a lot of this just slide. No wonder this kid is a disaster. There's a lot of that with Antonio Brown. Now, I'm not going to put everything on the Pittsburgh Steelers organization. I'm not going to put everything on Mike Tomlin. I'm just saying he has a role. He contributed to Antonio Brown being this type of dude and being unprofessional. There's a lot of it that just went unchecked. They didn't check him. They didn't say, no, 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 that's not going to fly here. We don't roll like that. A lot of it was just dismissed and like, well, he's AB. Eh, shoulder shrug. Well, he's incredibly productive. What are you going to do? Well, what are you going to do? You don't allow that to happen. I've said for years, a lot of the things that AB did in his time in Pittsburgh, that would never happen in New England. There's no way that would have been tolerated if he was still on the team And if it kept up, he would have been off the team quickly. It wouldn't have been allowed. And it just, it was allowed in Pittsburgh. So now it's transitioning over to the Raiders. I understand what John Gruden's position is. He came out and he said that the team is backing Antonio Brown. Even though he's been completely unprofessional here, he isn't showing up to meetings. When he was showing up to meetings, he wasn't paying attention. He's unreachable. Now that he's been missing training camp practices because he can't wear the helmet that he wants, they can't even contact the guy. He's been completely and utterly unprofessional. So the Raiders are in a really tough spot. On top of all of this unprofessionalism, well, you have this layer of Antonio Brown being incredibly sensitive. So you can't tick him off publicly. You can't publicly say, I don't know what this guy's deal is. He's the epitome of unprofessional. Now, all of a sudden, you've ticked him off, and your chances of him being locked in and focused on doing his job, his focus isn't where it needs to be. So what do you do? And You have John Gruden come out publicly and say, hey, we've got his back. The foot thing, it's not his fault, which it is. But they, oh, it's not his fault. It's an accident. You know, hey, what are you going to do? If you go into a chamber of, you know, freezing temperatures, beyond freezing temperatures, and don't wear the proper footwear, I mean, hey, it's just an honest mistake. It's not your fault. Okay, so if you walk out into a blizzard with no coat on and you catch pneumonia, is that just an honest mistake? 
Or is that you being an idiot, not doing what you need to do? It's the latter. <laughs> and they make no mistake. That's the thing with AB. It's totally his fault. But John Gruden comes out and says it's not his fault. We got his back. We understand he wants to wear his old, outdated helmet. It's a tough deal, but we hope we can get him back because he's a monster and we have some plays that have his name all over it. It's a tough spot for the Raiders to be in. You don't want to tick him off by calling him out publicly. But if you have his back and give him a hug publicly, you accidentally are encouraging this dramatic behavior to continue. Rough spot. But this is what you signed up for. This is no shock to anybody. This is how AB gets down. He is a drama creator. I'm Brian No. Coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Visit Geico.com for a free rate quote. Andy Furman will catch up with him momentarily. In less than 10 minutes, you will get your daily dose on a Sunday of Andy Furman. I miss my guy. Some technical issues. We're ironing them out. You can hit us up 877-99 on Fox and on Twitter at The No Show. As far as creating drama... There's another team that's creating a a good portion of drama. That would be the Cleveland Browns. Been a lot said about Duke Johnson, the backup running back. Baker Mayfield came unglued about the guy, said, hey, this train's moving forward. You're either on board or you're not. He made it worse. Duke Johnson got traded to the Houston Texans, so he's no longer on the team. They couldn't handle a third-string running back well. That turned into a dramatic situation. You had Freddie Kitchens this week calling out a former assistant coach in Bob Wiley. (laughs) Like, this is the deal. Some teams are great at decreasing drama. That, again, would be the Patriots. There was this scathing column that came out last year by Seth Wickersham talking about, oh, Belichick isn't on the same page as Robert Kraft, the head coach and the team owner at odds. Now there's this story with Brady's trainer being barred from the team facilities and all of this stuff. Oh, they wanted Garoppolo. Belichick's ticked at Kraft because he wanted Garoppolo. Kraft said no. Drama, 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 drama. Did the Patriots add to it? Did the Patriots discuss it ad nauseum? No. They just moved on with business. They're great at decreasing drama. You can say whatever you want about the Patriots. You don't have to love them, but you got to respect their ability to decrease and downplay drama. You look at the Browns and the Raiders. The Raiders have all this drama before the season even starts with AB's frostbitten feet and his outdated helmet. You look at the Browns. They couldn't handle a third string running back in smooth fashion. Freddie Kitchens called out Bob Wiley, an assistant coach who's no longer on the team because Bob Wiley said that the QB coach was the reason for the turnaround last year. And Freddie Kitchens Kitchens couldn't help but address that, set the record straight. He even talked tough saying any anonymous sources, those guys would be fired immediately. We're not even to the season yet, and there's drama galore with the Browns. I think the 2019 Browns, will be the 2018 Steelers. That's what I see. I see the Browns just like the Steelers. A lot of talent, high expectations, but their success is going to be limited 
due in large part to their own drama. That's what I see this season. I think this year's Browns will be the version of last season's Steelers. Time will tell if that's correct or not. But they have shown epic warning signs of drama in the offseason. I don't see how a dramatic offseason all of a sudden becomes just a smooth as silk regular season. I don't see that happening. How does that happen? When it comes to stability and decreasing drama, the two people above all others, it should be your head coach and it should be your quarterback. Those should be the guys that decrease the drama. For the Browns, those have been the main culprits of creating drama. Like, how does that change when the regular season comes around and now all of a sudden you've got these high expectations Say you drop a couple of games in a row. Let's say you lose two of three or three of four. And all of a sudden, here come the critics. Here come the naysayers. Here come the finger pointing. All of a sudden, that team is going to be smooth. Oh, we're good to go. Now that there's all this scrutiny and severe pressure, significant pressure, we just handle this fine. No problem. Okay. All right. (laughs) We'll see how that goes. I do not think the Browns, even though they're incredibly talented, are going to have a smooth season by any stretch. I think the drama that they create themselves is going to get in their way to a large degree. It's going to be really exciting to see how it unfolds. But I'll tell you this, both teams, the Raiders and the Browns, they are exceptional for the NFL. I don't know how great they're going to be in the NFL this season. They are going to be unbelievable for the NFL. Soap Opera City, week in and week out, we are going to be talking about the Browns and the Raiders, not only based on what they do on the field, but what they say off the field. They are going to be captivating. All right, coming up next, from the Geico Studios, we catch up with Andy Furman. How's his Sunday morning going? We got these technical issues. Everything's going to get worked out. We got the best in the business working out the issues. We're going to catch up with Andy Furman on the phone line, see what's going on in his world, what's burning on the top of his mind in the sports world and beyond. That comes your way next. I'm Brian No. Keep it locked right here on Fox Sports Radio. It is Fox Sports Sunday. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, 
elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to point game. King of the court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he ain't it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. You never want to find yourself out on the water fishing without the essentials. So it's best to always pack a Columbia PFG Solar Stream Elite hoodie to protect against the sun. I mean, it provides great protection, and it's really breathable so you don't get hot. That's a win-win. Columbia PFG has a lot of great gear. So before you head out on the water, head over to Columbia.com slash PFG to shop their performance fishing gear. I'm Brian No here on Fox Sports Radio. Coming to you from the Geico Studios. It is Fox Sports Sunday. By the way, before we hear from Andy Furman, we're having some technical issues. So we're going to hear from Andy on the phone line. He's a big part of this show. So we can't go a whole show without... Furball over here, you know, a, a quick musical rant, if I may, Chris. Uh, Chris is our technical producer, playing the music right there, some Slipknot. I, I was all like excited. It. I love some Slipknot, you know. I was all excited for the new album, and it is just awful. It's horrible, man. I was all excited because All Out Life, it was its own song leading up to the new album. And that song jams. That is a great song. If you haven't heard it and you're a metal fan, All Out Life is a great, great song. Love that song. But this new Slipknot album, it's weird. I don't want Stone Sour with Slipknot. It's the same singer, Corey Taylor. It's like, dude, you do your your singing stuff, you know, your Stone Sour, great, awesome. I don't want that in Slipknot. I want crazy, off-the-wall, obnoxious crazy singing i don't want real singing like hey the tulips i want i hate whatever fill in the blank that's not what this new slip dot album is too much singing too touchy feely for me horrible album horrible horrible don't get it buy it and destroy it that's all you can do with that new slip dot album awful we'll get chris's uh thoughts on that a little bit later here we've got andy Furman. andy Furman live on fox sports sunday Andy Furman, how you doing this morning, my I man? I just heard you mention crazy and obnoxious, so I called in. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I just like my call letters. But you know what? I thought today was Saturday. I slept in. You know, I didn't know. Right. I, I blamed it on you wanting to wear an outdated helmet, just oh, like really? Antonio Brown. Right. The suits at Fox won't let you wear your outdated helmet, and you said, forget it. I'm retiring until you let me wear the helmet I want to wear. You know what? If I was Gruden, I'd say, go ahead and play without a helmet. How's that? That guy makes me sick. 
Really. I mean, if he was my teammate, I'd lock him in a locker. I really would. I mean, come on. I mean, there's guys in the league that don't want to play with those new helmets. Really. And some of them are like big-time players like Tom Brady. And this guy, this, this prima donna, this diva, does, and now he's holding out. Did you hear what he did? He painted his helmet with the Raider colors so he felt like he could sneak it through. What's the deal with this guy? You know, he's too busy flying into practice on air balloons. That's what his problem is. Well, it's crazy. It's crazy, this helmet thing. It's, it shouldn't be this big of an issue. And you're right. Like, there are, what, 32 players right around there yeah. where they can't wear their outdated helmet. And Antonio Brown's the only guy who's threatening to retire. Come on, man. You just got to gotta go with the times. Tom Brady, if he said, you know what, no, I, I'm going to threaten to retire. I can't wear my new helmet he would get raked over the coals, and deservedly so. we got to do the same thing with Antonio Brown. It's a joke over here. Did you see what Antonio Brown tweeted the other day? Will you miss me when I'm gone? Will you still love me when I'm gone? Are you kidding? You know, if he quits and leaves... Two days after he's gone, no one knows who he is. And I'll tell you something else. I looked it up. He wears that shut air advantage helmet. Here's the problem. They don't make them anymore. That helmet, the model is so old, the company doesn't even make that helmet anymore. Well, the problem is, and this is something that Antonio Brown has always done, he loves the attention. Yeah. Whether it comes at the expense of the team or not, he still loves the attention. And he'll say the right thing afterward. Remember the Facebook Live video in the locker room after they beat the Chiefs in the playoffs? And he'll say the right thing. I got to grow up. I can't be doing those things. I got to be more professional. And then he does the wrong thing going forward. He will take the attention if it comes at the expense of the team. You know who's loving this? Mike Tomlin. Mike Tomlin's saying, I told you so. He's out of here. Ben Roethlisberger, he's loving this. And I'll tell you what, John Gruden's got to get a pair of hangy-downs because he went on record yesterday and said, well, he defends him. Are you kidding me? Get your butt out there and play with or without a helmet. Believe me. Or a leather helmet. Well, it's a tough spot. It's a tough spot for Gruden to be in because, you know... If he comes out and just crushes the guy publicly, this dude is incredibly sensitive. No. You don't want things to be even worse if you call him out publicly. You know what I mean? So, yeah, But if yeah. you do what he does and you give him a hug, you're encouraging this bad behavior to continue. So you're really in a tough spot with the guy. Well, better then than the Steelers. How's that? Yeah. How's everything else going, Andy Furman? Like, Life is great. I mean, again, yeah. I, I thought it was Saturday. I was getting ready to get my <laughs> breakfast and go downtown. But you know what? Then they tell me it's Sunday. I get a phone call. Next thing I know, I'm here with you on the telephone. I don't get it. I mean, my, my life, I'm, I'm going backwards here. By the way, you don't happen to have Cox Cable a la Alex Marvin. No, no, right? no, I do not. No, 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 no. no, no. <laughs> okay, I, that was one of my theories. I didn't know if that was part of it or not. Cincinnati Bell. Cincinnati Bell shout out to Cincinnati. By the way, they how about your Bengals? They really yesterday? do. Were you watching the Bengals last night against Patrick Mahomes and company? I watched the first quarter and that was it. The same old, same old penalties, offsides, defense couldn't stop them. It's ridiculous. You know what? It's going to be a long year in Cincinnati. But I'll tell you what, yesterday was a big day in Cincinnati. It was the first time in the history of Cincinnati sports three professional teams played in the same day. How's that? Reds win, Bengals lose, FC Cincinnati ties. Does that count when you throw in soccer? Well, they're MLS. You know what I'm right. saying? They are yeah. major league. I don't think that counts. I'm it's with soccer. you there. Throw it you know, that's a fake stat. All right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm curious how many curse words, because I know this, Andy. We're wired very similarly in a lot oh. of aspects. 
And, uh, like, when the technical stuff pops up, it's uh. very frustrating. You do all this homework. You're ready to put on a good show, uh. good product for everybody, and then it doesn't work out. How many curse words have you thrown out there this morning? Curse words? I broke a window already. Are you right. kidding me? <laughs> The hell is the curse words? I don't want to do that. It may come out right here, so get ready. Get ready for the bun. I, I, I took a box and I heaved it. I broke a window. I'm going crazy, okay? You know, I, I live to be with you on Sundays. My big deal. I got three hour, a three-hour window for the whole freaking week, and, and, and uh, what happens, I don't know. I don't know. It's out of my control. I don't know. I mean, really. I don't know what's going on. If I could fix it, I would. I don't know what's going on. Yeah, I hear you, man. I know. I know exactly how that feels. You broke a window? Is that a yeah, true I did. story? I did. Uh, but I'm going to send Fox the bill. That's okay. okay. <laughs> By the way, I said this at the beginning of the show, Andy. I think I'm partially to blame this morning. Why? Because typically, I come in here, you know this, I have my apple cinnamon uh, or strawberry Nutri-Grain uh, bar. That's, yeah. my, that's been my routine for months and months here. This morning? Yeah. I had some bacon and pancakes. There the you lovely go. Christina, there you she go. made them yesterday. There were leftovers. I brought them in. I think I threw the universe off Eating by like having some now. decent Eating stuff like for breakfast. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, Good. I think it's partially my fault. But I miss you. I, you know, it hurts me to say I miss you. I do. I really do. I, I miss, miss you, you too, Andy Furman. I miss you over here. I We're know. gonna get we'll, everything situated. We'll get it going. We'll get it we'll going. You know what? Yeah. Though, if they fix it within like the hour, you know, we'll just continue like three more hours after. You Sounds know, good. Mike yeah. Harmon, let him take a rest. We'll do yeah. his deal. Yeah, you know what? You thought that like Mike Harmon was going to come in out of the bullpen around the sixth inning or so. We're feeling great. We could go complete game. You know, you just yeah. sit around, wait for the next game. I got nothing else Can't to do. Wait. I have no life. I'll, yeah. talk, I'll talk sports all day with you, really. <laughs> yeah. Great stuff, Andy. From, well, we're going to get you back. I'll be back for bottom barrel betting. Because yeah. I want to see how I did. Is that all right? No, that's totally fine. And like this is... Like, I've been dominating you in bottom barrel betting. Let's be honest here. I, I don't want to be full of myself last or anything. Last week, I think I won. Uh, I think no, I did. Vinny, no? what yeah. were the results of last week? Do you remember last week what happened? So last week, two weeks ago. Two Andy, weeks ago. I won two weeks ago. Two weeks ago, Andy won. Then last week, Brian retained the title. And see? You're gonna have to, folks are just going to have to stick around to see who won this right. week because yeah. it's contentious. I'll well, tell you. I got nowhere else to go. I it mean, was what, what am I going to do? Really, I have no life. Right. I think this was this was all you're doing, Andy. I think you intentionally sabotaged your own connection. Well, actually, just I tried to sabotage your yours. That's how stupid <laughs> I am technology-wise. I wanted to do yours, but I your ended up doing mine. Been, it's that's been so you, bad you know? in bottom barrel betting. I think that's what you did. You sabotaged your own connection. I did. I did. Yeah. It wasn't I very did. cash money of you. No, Thank it was not. Much. It was not very cash money of you. Well, we'll get you back on at the end All of right. the hour for bottom girl betting. Thank you. Andy Hang Furman. in there. Great How's stuff, my son man. doing? How's Brian doing? He's doing good, man. We're going to hear from your son right now, Andy. I can't wait. I'll be listening. Thank you. Thank you, Andy Furman. All right, let's go to Andy's son. Brian Fenley, Mr. Big B, what's going on, man? Hey, what's going on, Brian? Just let Andy know, if he can iron my banana hammock before I get home, that would be awesome. So I know he's got a little extra free time here, if he could do that. 
You know, he might not be against it. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's a very, very doting father. He is. You know, it's good to hear from him. You know, I went my first eighteen years of living with him ignoring me, and so finally for him to acknowledge that I am his biological son, it you know, it, it makes you feel good. You know, it does. <laughs> yes, Big Daddy. You got your identity and everything right. Finally, You're ready to prosper now. I, yeah. Finally, I know that I'm someone. Uh, uh, speaking of that, let's go right into what's going on in the NFL preseason. Week one finished up on Saturday. The 49ers stiff the Cowboys 17-9. Jalen Hurd reeled in two touchdowns. Dak Prescott completed all four of his passes, and he also caught a ball. So he's showing he can do it all. The Raiders pounce on the Rams 14-3. Blake Bortles started for Jared Goff. Bortles went 3-for-8 for 50 yards with a 59.4 rating. After the game, Rams head coach Sean McVay proclaimed Bortles has shown that he can be a big-time quarterback, and he's really picked things up nicely. Oh, my god! Not sure, Brian, what game he was watching. <laughs> More on that in a bit. I'm glad you mentioned yeah, that. Yeah, for sure. Good stuff. Yeah. Good stuff. What also, else do you have? Also post-game, John Gruden chimed in on Antonio Brown's helmet nonsense. The helmet thing is a personal matter to him. You know, he has a strong feeling about uh, what he's worn on his head, and we're supporting him. And we understand the league's position as well, so we're in a tough spot. And we hope Antonio is back here soon because he's exciting to be around. I'm excited. I got some plays for him. I hope we can start calling him. I call that the turkey hole. <laughs> How John Bryan said all of that with a straight face, I'll never know. But well, the, the biggest comment there was, we're in a tough spot. Yeah. Like that that just epitomizes everything associated with Antonio Brown in this offseason. They're in a very tough spot with the guy. They no are. Doubt. Yeah. The Chiefs dominate the Bengals 38-17. Patrick Mahomes one drive, 4 for 4 through the air for 66 yards. Hey, great news. There's a quick way you could save money. Switch to Geico. Go to geico.com and in 15 minutes you could save 15% or more on car insurance. Two baseball spor- scores, Kenta Maeda through 7 scoreless innings as the Dodgers grind up the Diamondbacks 4-zip. The Rays pump up three home runs in a 5-4-W against the aimless Mariners. Back to Brian No. Good stuff, Big B. Appreciate it, man. I'm Brian No coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. It's easy to save 15% or more on car insurance with Geico. Go to geico.com or call 800-947-AUTO. The only hard part, figuring out which way is easier. Big B mentioned this in his update. Sean McVay, like, here's the deal. This is, this is a little strange twist. Sometimes too much positivity can be a bad thing. Now, follow me on this one. Sean McVay is such a positive guy that some of his positivity borders on lunacy. <laughs> That's the best way I could say it is when you're singing the praises of Blake Bortles, Oh, Blake, he's big-time QB. No, he isn't. No, he's not. He was horrible in Jacksonville, all things considered, over his tenure over there. They just got rid of the guy. He's a backup now. He's holding a clipboard for a reason. He's not a beast of a quarterback. So for Sean McVay to wax poetic about Blake Bortles, we know better than that. That's the deal with Sean McVay. He's getting so positive, you can't believe his positivity. He said some things about Todd Gurley. He said that the Rams are expecting the same version of Todd Gurley, if not a better version 
of Todd Gurley. He's got a knee issue going on here. He was bad at the end of the season when it mattered most last year. He had, what, 35 yards on 10 carries uh, toward the end of the season? Like, he did nothing in the Super Bowl. I can't remember the exact stats, but if I'm combining them or not, but he, he didn't have many yards against the Saints in the NFC title game, did virtually nothing in the Super Bowl. And collectively, those two games, he was under 50 yards rushing. That's that's horrible for Todd Gurley, who was an MVP candidate for most of the year. His production completely fell off. We got huge question marks related to his injury with his knee. Maybe he has an arthritic knee. <laughs> and, and Sean McVay comes out and he's like, oh, yeah, we're expecting the same version of the MVP candidate Todd Gurley, if not a better version. Really? So Todd Gurley, with all these concerns with his knee injury, he's going to be the new and improved Todd Gurley? Come on, man. We know better than this. The clip that he was producing at is going to be tough to sustain just because he plays running back, just because the nature of the position. Now all of a sudden you put on the questions about his knee, you put that on top of it, and he's supposed to be a better version of himself? Come on. Let's not get crazy over here. I also go back to the Seahawks. This is where positivity can sometimes be a bad thing. Pete Carroll and Russell Wilson are both incredibly positive dudes. And more times than not, that's a great thing. There are some drawbacks. When the Seahawks, a few years ago, they really had it cranked up. And they were legitimate Super Bowl contenders. Legion of Boom, great defense, the whole nine yards. Pete Carroll and Russell Wilson, they would be their normal positive selves after a game where the offense was completely ineffective. Remember that tie game? Was it 6-6 six to six against the Arizona Cardinals? They played all of overtime, and it was this tie game. The Seahawks' offense couldn't do anything. And Pete and Russell Wilson, after the game, they were like, oh, we showed some positive signs, had a couple of nice drives. There were some really good things that we can take out of this game. And the defense was like Andy Furman. They were ready to break windows by throwing boxes around their room. The defense completely ticked off because of the positivity of the offense and the head coach, Pete Carroll. So that's the way it works. Sometimes positivity, too much of it, there can be drawbacks. Go back to John Gruden as a commentator. He wouldn't roast guys. He wouldn't be critical of guys. And sometimes the positivity, it would border lunacy. He even, now that he's a head coach, he was singing the praises of Nathan Peterman who was horrible with the Bills. And John Gruden's like, yeah, well, look at the pieces around the guy. Let's start with that. This Nate Peterman. He didn't even call him Nate. This Nate Peterman. He's got some talent over here. Let me tell you. He can sling it around. He's showing some signs of vast improvement. Like, on and on. It's like, oh, my gosh. You're talking about Nathan Peterman, the guy who threw five interceptions in one half of football. Some of the worst stats you've ever seen in the history of the NFL. You can't put that only on the lack of talent around him in Buffalo. So I find that to be interesting. Look, more times than not, you want to be around positive people. You want to be around the glass half full guy or girl. It makes life better. And there are certainly more times than not, if you're Mr. Positivity as a head coach, you're going to be coming out ahead than behind.
Think about Jay Gruden. This is a good example. Jay Gruden with the Washington Redskins. Remember some of the critical things that he had to say about RG3 publicly? It turned into a huge issue where he was just like, yeah, his footwork kind of stinks. This isn't great. He's got to work on this. And there was reaction from the Redskins faithful and just fans in general, just NFL fans in general, like, what are you doing? Why are you throwing this guy to the bus? You might be right, but does it help? Is it beneficial? Way more times than not, you're going to be coming out ahead being positive. But I'm just saying, if you're Mr. Positivity, a la Sean McVay, all the time, sometimes your positive comments lose their punch. It doesn't matter as much. It loses its, its, its effect. Yet it's kind of like this. It'll be the comparison. Think about Team USA basketball. How successful they are. If you win gold medal after gold medal after gold medal, success, 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 it, it a lot of times loses its effect. There isn't the same, oh, man, wow, they just did this. Like the Greek freak said he would give up his MVP for a gold medal. There's no American that would do that because the vast success over the long haul, it's lost its punch. Like it doesn't mean as much when they have more success. You understand what I'm saying? It's the same thing with positivity. If you're drunk on positivity, if you're Sean McVay saying, oh yeah, in spite of the concerns about a potential arthritic knee, we're expecting Todd Gurley to be the same version, if not better. <laughs> He's going to improve. He's going to improve even in spite of all these knee issues and these concerns. Like Your positive words lose their effect when you're giving us stuff like that. So believe it or not, there are some drawbacks from being Mr. Positivity all the time, especially when it's just not realistic. All right, plenty to get to. Looking forward to this. B, 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 bottom barrel betting. Even Andy Furman trying to sabotage his own equipment. He can't get out of this. All right, we're getting him on the phone line. We're getting his picks it's right around the corner. I'm Brian No. Keep it locked right here on Fox Sports Radio from the Geico Studios. This is Fox Sports Sunday. At Farmers Insurance, we know a roof can withstand a lot. One exception being an airborne car. Seen it, covered it. Talk to farmers. We are farmers. Bum, 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 bum. Underwritten by Farmers Truck Fire Insurance Exchanges and Affiliates. Products not available in every state. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, 
elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to point game. King of the court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. You never want to find yourself out on the water fishing without the essentials. So it's best to always pack a Columbia PFG Solar Stream Elite hoodie to protect against the sun. I mean, it provides great protection, and it's really breathable so you don't get hot. That's a win-win. Columbia PFG has a lot of great gear. So before you head out on the water, head over to Columbia.com slash PFG to shop their performance fishing gear. I'm Brian No here on Fox Sports Radio. We're coming to you from the Geico Studios, also brought to you by Discover. Get your free credit scorecard today, even if you're not a Discover customer. It includes your FICO credit score and checking your scorecard. Won't hurt your credit. Learn more at discover.com slash credit scorecard limitations apply. It is Fox Sports Sunday. My partner, Andy Furman, he is going to join us on the phone line here for a rousing edition of BBB. Let's play. You got that thing for me? It's bottom. bottom. Oh, really? I thought you was late. You put my money to sleep. You go get my money or I'll put your brain to sleep. Betty. That's right, Andy Furman. You thought you could sabotage your own connection this morning. You were wrong. We got you on the phone line to get your picks today. The only reason you got me on the phone line is because you probably know in advance that you won. So you want to rub it in. I know you like a book. I do. <laughs> I didn't know. I was just assuming that I did. Yeah, is that cocky right. of me? Is that uh, Am I too full of myself over here? At that times, yes. On? Yeah, at times, yes. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Chris. You're like a oh, miniature Antonio Brown. Yeah, no, well, I'm not going to go that crazy. I'm not going to go that diva on you. But uh, our guy, Vinay, with the results <laughs> from last week. What's going on, Vinay? Oh, it's going. Uh, before we get to the results, we do have a, a couple of conspiracy theories from Twitter. Okay. Um, sorry to hear of Andy Furman's recent demise. Hope he's enjoying himself a big cigar in the sky. Prayers up to the no-show. That's from wow. Grizzly Sheep. So... Technical difficulties equals Andy Furman's dead. Apparently, it's amazing. It, it really that's is. That's the amazing. internet for you. Yeah, that's wild. Yeah. By the way, have you had any cigars this morning, Andy Furman? Not yet. I'm ready. No. I'm ready for a couple of drinks now. <laughs> by the way, by the way, real quickly before we get to the questions and the game and all of that, how many cigars do you go through in a typical week? Oh, about one a day. That's about it. About one a yeah. day. One a day. Okay. I tell the average maybe five or six a week. All right. Well, that doesn't make that. It's not one a day. If it's well, five or I, six it's a about week. one a day. Could be a good week. Could be seven. But maybe you take a day <laughs> off. It depends. I mean, uh, probably one a day. So you don't okay. run, you don't run the Bill Belichick no days off. You at least take one day off from cigars. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah, takes I'm looking forward to seeing him. As a matter of fact, hopefully, if I get connected by mid December when he comes to Cincinnati, maybe we could get him on that Sunday morning. 
Just don't have them on when I'm not on the show, Andy. No, I know no, how I'm you not stabbed doing me in the anymore. back the last time, you know? I know. That was obnoxious. It was crazy over there. All right, so what happened last week, Vinny? All right, so last week, um, unfortunately, Brian, not too, uh, not too good. Uh, oh wow, one what? and two. What's Andy's on? our big winner this week. <laughs> <laughs> it was worth getting sabotaged. It was worth it. <laughs> yeah, un- unfortunately, my my uh, my Washington Redskins could not help you out this week. And why are you apologizing Bengals, to him? I don't get it. And, and hand over the championship Bengals, for a week. Andy's Bengals did you no favors, Brian? That's messed up. That's, that's unfortunate. So how dare they? Andy going against his home team uh, is what uh, what was the deciding factor in this one, guys. There you go. All right. So we move uh, on. Yeah. Let's no, do it. No lines out yet for NFC uh, for NFL preseason games for Week Two. So we're going to go to some other kinds of football. We're going to arena football first. The Philadelphia Soul are at the Albany Empire in the Arena Football League. The Albany Empire are minus eight. Who you got, guys? Wow, a lot go of ahead. faith in the go Empire. Go ahead, loser. <laughs> okay, uh, enjoy it while it lasts, Furman. Uh, I'm coming for you this week. <laughs> I'm going to take the uh, Albany Empire. I've lived in Albany before. I couldn't tell you a freaking thing about the Empire. You didn't even know they had a team. What are you talking about? I didn't. Due to my residence in the great city of Schenectady in the Albany area, I am going with the Albany Empire. Let's go, Empire. Get it done. Just because of that, I'm going with the Philadelphia Soul. Schenectady, New York, home of one of my favorite basketball players back in the day from NYU, Barry Kramer. How about that? Fun facts. Yes. Big deal in Schenectady. Yes, he was. When they initially told me the city's name of Schenectady, I uh, literally, I took the phone away from my ear and looked at it. I was like, what did they just say? What? I couldn't live Where there because I, I couldn't spell yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> no. All right, Vinny, what else do we have? All right, next game up, we're going to the Major League Baseball where two of the worst teams are facing off. We got the Kansas City Royals at the Detroit Tigers. We got an over-under of nine runs in this game. I need to know who you got. I'll take this. I'm going to take under, and if you see two of the worst teams, where's the Baltimore Orioles? Throw them in too. But I'll take uh, I'll, I'll take under. Yeah, th- this goes back to, gosh, I want to say it was a Tigers uh, Royals game yeah, a couple of weeks win. ago. No, and I took, I went against the Royals, and it turned out to be the right pick. And somebody oh. hit me up on Twitter about it, and I said, well, if you pay me off. I'll I'll say the Royals, you know, I'll, uh, and th- I didn't get any payments. Now I can't do it with the total here, uh, so this story really doesn't make sense, right? So I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with the under here. You're right, Andy. There are two bad teams. I'm gonna take the under. Low scoring game. Very bad yeah. teams. Okay. I think you're jumping on my back this week. I enjoy that really. <laughs> and finally, guys, we're gonna go to the English Premier League. Oh. Yes, real football. EPR. Leicester City is a minus. Half a goal favorite over over the Wolverhampton Wanderers. Is that two wow. teams? That is two teams. Lancaster oh. City and Wolverhampton Wanderers. Go ahead, I'm going with friend. the Wanderers, like the the combined team. Give me them. Give me them. and they're they're plus they're plus half. What did you say? Plus they half a goal. Plus a half goal. Oh, give me that all day. Give me that all day. I'll take Wolverhampton. Okay, so we have what? We got one disagreement over here, Vinny. Is that right? Yeah, one disagreement in okay. our arena football game. So it's gonna be a it's gonna be a tight one this week. We'll All about see what the happens. Albany Empire. Yeah, well, he's afraid. That's why he's scared. Good stuff, Andy Furman. All right. Coming up next from the Geico Studios, I am your optimism destroyer. 
listening to Fox Sports Radio. Radio. Oh, what's going on, everybody? Hope you're enjoying your Sunday morning. I'm Brian No hanging out with you. Andy Furman has got some technical difficulties, but that's okay. We t- caught up with him a couple of times last hour. Heard from him. He threw a box at a window, broke a window. Now, that is dedication to the craft right there. I'm going to really smack his- you from here to tomorrow. <laughs> that's right. That's what he was saying to his window, I think, what was going on right there. And his Comrex. Boy, he got his picks in bottom barrel betting, had some fun with Andy Furman. But you got me for the next hour. So hit me up on Twitter, at the No Show. NOE show or also on the phone line 877-99 on Fox is your phone number. So here's the deal. I'm a positive guy. But there is some positivity that just isn't realistic. And you're getting a heavy dose of that in the NFL. The offseason this is the time to be optimistic. Everybody's seeing things glass half full. Oh, this team look at the potential. If this happens and this quarterback makes this uh, progression, if he's, he, he takes a step forward and this wide receiver comes over and, and this happens and the defense, and the, we, we could, that's the way it is. Sometimes that optimism, it's not going to be a reality. So here's what I need to do. I need to look through the optimism and get to the real truth. Okay. Now, as a backdrop, so you understand what I'm talking about, <laughs> this sound just cracks me up. This is Kyler Murray, Arizona Cardinals rookie quarterback, completing his first pass against the Chargers. They played a preseason game, and I just love the mixture. It's this mundane call on the Cardinals radio network. And the crowd, listen to the crowd in the background, just the utter glee and optimism. Check this out. To the air for the first time, Kyler throws to the left flat, caught by Demir Bird. He goes out of bounds at the 10-yard line. Right? You understand what I'm saying? Like, it's just a out pattern, the short dink and dunk type throw, yet the crowd goes nuts because they're desperate for success. I get it. I'm not calling them out. I'm just saying the optimism is running rampant, not just over there in Arizona, but all over the place in the NFL. It reminds me, if we go into the hot tub time machine, it reminds me of Johnny Manziel getting drafted and the utter optimism. This is a draft party in Cleveland. This is on ESPN Cleveland. Listen to the reaction when Johnny Manziel was drafted. Here you go. With the 22nd pick of the 2014 NFL Draft, the Cleveland Browns select Johnny Manziel. <laughs> <laughs> so you're getting a lot of that. You're getting players right now. Oh, they're optimistic about the 2019 season. Things are looking up. Fans are optimistic. Oh, man, this could be the year. Take a significant step forward. That sort of thing. We got to cut through it. We got to find where the optimism isn't going to be realized. Here's a good place to start. The Jacksonville Jaguars. Now, there are a couple of injury concerns. Cam Robinson, starting tackle. Marquise Lee, starting wide receiver. They both might miss week one due to knee injuries. And their head coach, Doug Marone, he chimed in about it. Check this out from Doug. 
No, those guys are really trying hard, but today was kind of a benchmark, you know, to try to kind of get them back. I don't know if they're going to be ready, you know, for the season. So, you know, they're working hard. The trainers are working hard. You know, everybody's working hard, for, uh, you know, but we just can't get them over the hump. So we've got to go and start preparing um, to, to play without them, unfortunately. And it could change, you know, but it'd be tough. I like that. That's real. That isn't overly optimistic. That isn't, hey, you know, in spite of these knee injuries that aren't getting any better, we're expecting them for all 16 games. Like, that's given us the real truth. I like that. I respect that from Doug Marone. Now, we get to the crazy optimism. They got Nick Foles over there. I call him Nick Foles because he's fooling a lot of people into thinking he's a true franchise quarterback. When he isn't, he's Joe Flacco 2.0. Had a great stretch winning a Super Bowl with the Eagles. Great stretch. But over the long haul, he's not a legitimate franchise quarterback just like Joe Flacco. And it's going to show up this year. You're hearing a lot of optimism. Oh, you get Nick Foles over there. If he could stabilize the offense, you could have that defense come back to form. They could take a significant step forward. No, they're not. It's not happening. Because I've seen this before. And I know what Nick Foles truly is. He's a guy who's great in small doses. He is a high-end rental car. That's what he is. One time, my car, I wrecked it. It was due to the snow and slush, the Indiana streets. I was trying to pass a semi, and I hydroplaned, and I crashed into a snowbank. No big deal. I walked away. It was totally fine. But my car had to get fixed, and I had a nice rental car for the week. It was like a couple of weeks, actually. It was a nice Cadillac. Very nice car. I enjoyed driving it. I was sad to see it go. That's what Nick Fools is. He's a high-end rental car. But he's not a car that you drive, a really nice car that you drive year in, year out for a good three-year stretch. He's not that guy. So I got sad news for you, Jaguars fans. Not going to be a great year. Sub 500. I have them under their win total of eight. I got them going seven and nine. See how it unfolds. Some more dose of reality for a few teams out here. Chicago Bears. A lot of optimism for the Bears. Got a great defense. Mitchell Trubisky with Matt Nagy. If he takes another step forward, this could be a really great season for the Bears. I don't see it. Their season win total is nine and a half. Your dose of realism here. What happened last year with the Bears, they led the league in total takeaways with 36. They averaged over two takeaways per game. That's a lot. That is not easy to duplicate. And even though they have a really good defense, I don't see them having the same amount of success forcing turnovers this year. There were seven games where they held their opponent to fewer than 17 points. When you're scoring less than 17 points in 17 games as an opponent of the Bears, no wonder they're winning games left and right. No wonder they won 12 games. But to be the team that's trying to repeat in a tough division, Packers have gotten better. You know, Aaron Rodgers banged up almost all of last year. He's back. Vikings have a good team. The Lions aren't a pushover. That's not an easy road. You're playing a first-place schedule. So you pick up a couple of first-place games. That's not an easy path for the Bears. And 9-7, and seven, that's not a horrible record. I absolutely see the Bears being three wins worse this year compared to last year. They're just not going to duplicate all of those 
takeaways. They're going to take a step back. One more dose of reality. You talk about high expectations. That would be your Cleveland Browns. At the end of the show, I'm going to give you the story of Damon Sheehy Giuseppe. He's an undrafted free agent, came over. He's a wide receiver with the Browns. Unbelievable story. Undrafted, pays his dues, gets on the team. Awesome, awesome story. He had a punt return for a touchdown against the Washington Redskins. Now, the part about high expectations. Listen to this radio call on the Browns radio network of Sheehy Giuseppe scoring the touchdown and the broadcaster just calling his shot when it comes to the Browns season. Check this out. And the entire Browns team (laughs) races down into the end zone. This is how it will be when we win the AFC. A scene just like that. Okay. All right. We had a great story going here. We got this undrafted free agent. Tough storyline. Paid his dues. Somehow gets onto the team. Scores a touchdown. It's awesome. And it turns into... This is how the celebration is going to be when we win the AFC. And it's like, whoa, hold on just a minute here. Let's pump the brakes. It's the deal with the Browns. I see it clear as day. They're incredibly talented, but they haven't faced these high expectations in a long, long time. We're talking decades when they were expected to win the AFC North. They're expected to make significant playoff noise. It's not easy when you have those expectations to live up to them. It's a lot easier to come in under the radar and shock everybody. Do things that we didn't see happening. That happens every year. The Browns aren't that team. They aren't sneaking up on anybody. They're a marked team. So in spite of all their talent, and they are, they're incredibly talented. I think those high expectations, when you're not used to them, it's a whole different ball game. And when you couple that with the Steelers, who are used to the high expectations, who buckled under them last season, they don't have them this year. They got a chip on their shoulder. They aren't expected to win the division and make big-time noise in the playoffs. I think that serves them well. I think that benefits the Steelers greatly. And also, when you mix in the added drama with the Browns, they mishandled the Duke Johnson trade situation They're making comments that made that situation far more difficult than it ever needed to be. They finally got traded to the Houston Texans. But they made that into an issue. It's a third string running back. And it was a national story based on some of the silly things that Baker Mayfield had to say about it. He had teammates coming up to him like, dude, what are you doing? Why would you crush Duke Johnson publicly and say, well, he's got a job to do. Hopefully he can be a professional. This trade's moving forward. Either you're on board or you're not. Why would you do that? It was silly. They create drama. And that sounds just like the 2018 Steelers. I think the 2019 Browns are going to be this year's version of last year's Steelers. Highly talented, but with high expectations and too much drama, they just don't reach their full potential. I don't see them winning double-digit games. I've got the Browns under their season win total of nine. They might hit that right on the nose, but I see them being an eight and eight team more clearly than them being a double digit win team. So there you go. I'm sorry. On a Sunday morning, we're supposed to be happy. We're supposed to be moving forward with positive momentum. 
<laughs> I gave you a dose of uh, realistic expectations. But you got to do that, man. Sometimes people get way too giddy and they get unrealistic. This is the season of unrealistic optimism. Our team's going to be great. Everything's going to work out magically. I got news for you. It's not going to happen for a lot of teams. I think the Browns, the Bears, and the Jags are three of those teams. All have high expectations, envisioning great things. I think they have disappointing seasons. I'm Brian No coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Visit Geico.com for a free rate quote. All right, around the corner from the Geico Studios. What's the best way to handle this really tricky situation? Keep it locked right here on Fox Sports Radio. This is Fox Sports Sunday. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think you could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all but i think i would have shocked a lot of people i think kobe and everybody in their prime kobe would win a one-on-one contest yeah yeah because you gotta think he's gonna guard he don't care about guarding He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. I'm not guarding like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. You never want to find yourself out on the water fishing without the essentials. So it's best to always pack a Columbia PFG Solar Stream Elite hoodie to protect against the sun. I mean, it provides great protection and it's really breathable so you don't get hot. That's a win-win. Columbia PFG has a lot of great gear. So before you head out on the water, head over to Columbia.com slash PFG to shop their performance fishing gear. I'm Brian No here on Fox Sports Radio, coming to you from the Geico Studios. This is Fox Sports Sunday. We'll catch up with Andy. With Andy, <laughs> we caught up with Andy Furman last hour. He's had some technical issues, but we caught up with him. Had a full segment. Did bottom barrel betting. That was a lot of fun. Alex Marvez will be at you in ten minutes. Get you caught up around the NFL. See what he thinks about this Antonio Brown situation. He's got a uh, he's got frostbitten feet. 
and he's threatening to retire based on not being able to wear an outdated helmet. Unbelievable. Craziness. Here's my question. What's the best way for the Raiders to handle this situation? And I think they did the best job. I mean, really, you've got two options here. Option one is publicly call out Antonio Brown, right? We're going to be the disciplinarian parent. No more of this. Not on our watch. This is some crazy antics. Doesn't need to be taking place. You're going to show up to meetings. You're not going to be late. You're going to be a professional. You're going to pay attention. If you're missing training camp, you're at least going to be reachable. We can contact you via cell phone communication over here, right? All this stuff about, oh, you can't wear an outdated helmet. Forget all that. Get your butt back in camp. You know, like hardline stance. You can either go that route or you can do what the Raiders did, which is have his back and hope for the best. You can sit here and say, oh, I... If I was in charge, it would be my way or the highway. This doesn't fly here. I'm the coach. You're the player. Yada, yada. Here's the deal. With Antonio Brown, you know as well as I do. That isn't working. That's the sad reality. But think about it like this, too. This is a better way to put it. Antonio Brown has been acting out for a long time as a member of the Pittsburgh Steelers. He's been immature. He's been unprofessional. And largely, it's gone unchecked, right? He hasn't been checked by Mike Tomlin. This isn't happening. We're not putting up with this going forward. It's been allowed. They've allowed it to happen. So think of it like this. If there is a parent that allows bad behavior from their kid to go on, just go on, go on, go on, go on. And then all of a sudden, you're the guardian of that kid, That kid is used to getting away with a lot of stuff. And all of a sudden, you're going to be the disciplinarian parent? You think that's going to work? I don't think so. That kid's going to rebel. That kid isn't going to want to have anything to do with your this isn't flying anymore type philosophy. So you have to keep that in mind. You can sit here and try to say you would be oh hardline stance. I don't think that's going to work with Antonio Brown. So what the Raiders have done and what John Gruden have said publicly, I I really do think it's the best approach. Listen to what John Gruden says, having the back of Antonio Brown, even though he's being a complete distraction and causing unnecessary drama. There's been a lot of reports out there. I can't say I agree with all of them, uh, certainly. But I support this guy. You know, I think that's what needs to be said. I don't know um, what anybody's writing or what anybody thinks, but this, this foot injury wasn't his fault. You know, this was a total accident. It was really wasn't his fault, and it's a serious injury. I know some people are smarting at it, but it's really not a laughing matter. The guy is, 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 was hurt. He was innocent. He didn't do anything wrong, and the helmet thing is a personal matter to him. You know, he has a strong feeling about uh, what he's worn on his head, and we're supporting him. And we understand the league's position as well. So we're in a tough spot. And we hope Antonio is back here soon because uh, he's exciting to be around. I'm excited. I got some plays for him. I hope we can start calling him. I mean, I, I think it's the best approach. You have limited options at this point. It's either to call the guy out publicly and say, we're, we're not going to stand for this. We paid you a boatload of money. Get your head right. And get back here because a lot of people are depending on you. 
that sit-down interview that Antonio Brown did with ESPN's Jeff Darlington? You remember when he was talking about his relationship with Big Ben? And he was like, yeah, we have been at each other's house like once. What kind of great quarterback-wide receiver relationship is that? Like He takes things very personally. He's shown that over the course of time. The very emotional dude. Remember the lawsuit that he settled where he's chucking stuff off of a balcony? He's just throwing an ottoman and other items, a couple of vases off, off a balcony. Like this, He's just wild. So if you're going to publicly call that guy out and think it's going to work, I, I think you're not being reasonable here. I think the best approach, and it is an ideal, in spite of Antonio Brown acting completely foolishly and unprofessionally, being unreachable, not being at training camp, having frostbitten fit because he's feet because he's careless, not wearing the proper footwear, and a, a cryotherapy deal over there, like to give him a, a hug publicly. I know it's tough. It's got to be tough for John Gruden to do that. Because for the reasons he's not there, it's obnoxious. It's one of the most ridiculous things I've ever heard. Threatening to retire because he can't wear your preferred helmet. And yet the Raiders say, hey, we got his back. John Gruden said it. They're in a tough spot. They are. It's a tough situation. And one of the funnier things that he mentioned there, I didn't know this was a saying. Some people are smarting at it. Never heard of that before. Some people are smarting at this situation. I, I want to just work that into my normal, everyday way of talking. I've never heard that before. I'm Brian No here with you on Fox Sports Radio. Going to hear from Alex Marvez in just a couple of minutes. First, though, real, real quick thought. And I want to make this short on purpose. Because if you mention a couple of words like, I don't know, President Trump, People stop listening, they're off and running, and they don't really hear what you're saying. But I just have a thought on a situation here where Kenny Stills, he's a Dolphins wide receiver, he criticized team owner Stephen Ross, the team owner of the Miami Dolphins. And Kenny Stills was critical of Stephen Ross hosting a fundraiser. This was on Friday night. It's a fundraiser for President Trump's re-election campaign. And Kenny Stills had some critical things to say about it. Now, here's the deal. Kenny Stills was one of the players that was kneeling during the anthem. And he and a lot of players said, look, this is a peaceful demonstration. This is my American right, which is true. Absolutely true. 100%. I support him on that. That argument is completely valid. You then can't turn around, do a 180, and publicly criticize a team owner who's doing the same things. What he did was peaceful. What he did by hosting a fundraiser was his American right. You understand what I'm saying? You can't point to that only when it benefits you and forget it when you disagree with the stance or the thought process of somebody else. You understand? It's a lot like baseball. You got to call the outside strike for both teams. It can't just be for one team. So for the players who were kneeling during the anthem and said, whoa, 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 hold on with all this criticism. 
What I'm doing is peaceful, and it's my American right. Well, I don't want to hear those people turn around and criticize someone like Stephen Ross for doing the same thing, something peaceful and something that was his American right. By no means is this a, hey, I'm, I'm carrying the water for President Trump. That's why I say it's got to be short on design because people start listening emotionally instead of logically. This isn't anything to do with, I'm not Mr. Politics. I haven't voted in my life. I, it's just, I, I can't follow it. It's just, it's not my thing. Uh, so this has nothing to do with like a political stance or like propping up a certain candidate. This is just fair is fair. If you're going to sit there and say, hey, it's my American right to kneel during the anthem and it's peaceful, well, then I don't want to hear your criticisms for a team, team owner like Stephen Ross who's doing Something incredibly similar. You can't criticize him for something that you're pushing back on the criticism that you're receiving for something very similar. There you go. Quick thought. We shift gears to Alex Marvez, FSR NFL insider. Going to spin us around the league first, though. Andy Furman's offspring, Brian Fenley, Big B, to spin us around. I like that introduction, Brian. Thank you so much. Three preseason games dotting the NFL schedule on Saturday. Nathan Peterman resurrecting the Raiders. Peterman up underneath center. Short drop, fires, and caught for a touchdown on a quick slant by Doss. Keelan Doss ran the quick slant from the left. Brett Musburger on the radio for the Raiders Network. Peterman added a 50-yard run as Oakland destroys the Rams 14-3. Now, if the Raiders could tack on their preseason wins to their regular season record, then maybe they'd sniff the postseason. The 49ers socked the Cowboys 17-9. Jalen Hurd caught two touchdowns. Dak Prescott completed all four of his passes. The Chiefs punch-drunk the Bengals 38-17. Patrick Mahomes went 4 for 4 through the air for 66 yards. Andy Dalton, he still has a job somehow, completed 7 of 9 for 80 yards. The Cardinals released defensive tackle Darius Phylon after police arrested Phylon on Friday for aggravated assault, dating to an incident in May. He signed a two-year $10 million deal in March. Meanwhile, the Bills signed Captain Munerlin. And on the baseball front, the Mets defy the Nationals 4-3, New York extending their winning streak to 8 and one more score for you. The Reds take care of the Cubs 10-1. Aristides Aquino poking three home runs. He now has seven homers over his first 10 career games. That ties an MLB record. Back to Brian No in a moment, but first a word from Farmers. Farmers Insurance knows the difference between a car hitting your bumper and a clown car hitting your bumper. Because at Farmers, we've seen and covered it. We are Farmers. Bum, 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 bum. Underwritten by Farmers Truck Fire Insurance, Exchanges and Affiliates. Products not available in every state. Brian No, back to you, my friend. Thank you, Big B. Appreciate that. We're coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. It's easy to save 15% or more on car insurance with Geico. Go to geico.com or call 800-947-AUTO. The only hard part, figuring out which way is easier. I want to welcome in Alex Marvez. FSR NFL insider, also a Sirius XM NFL radio host. Uh, you can get him on Twitter, at Alex Marvez. Now, Alex, I got some bad news. I think that Andy Furman is not with us because the suits at Fox Sports Radio will not allow him to wear an outdated helmet. So he just yeah. said the heck with it. Yeah. 
I can understand that really and it's for his own safety, you know what I mean? Even if he's willing to sign a waiver saying that, you know, he will be the one personally responsible for any damage that is caused by him going on our airwaves uh, with said old helmet that has been phased out, if you will. Um, yeah, it's an unfortunate situation. So Andy is sidelined, much like Antonio Brown and uh, his uh, kixiotic quest, if you will, uh, you know, instead of windmills, it is trying to get the NFL to change its helmets policy. Its helmet policy. 32 players, I guess, from 2018, Brian, had helmets that are now considered outdated by the NFL. The league allowed these players to wear these helmets for a certain amount of time, and then they said, we're going to replace them because we don't feel that they offer you the best protection against head trauma. Well, yeah. Antonio Brown is insistent upon still wearing it. One of the reasons he's not in Raiders camp. You, okay, let's start with that. First off, just the, the first portion of it, with Antonio Brown... <laughs> Not being at Raiders camp because of, one, frostbitten feet, and two, not being able to wear his preferred helmet. And then John Gruden comes out and he says, hey, we support the guy. Do you agree with the Raiders' approach to this situation and your thoughts on Antonio Brown, how he's mishandling this whole thing? Well, a couple of things, and maybe he's not mishandling. Maybe he's ultimately getting what he wants, right? He doesn't participate in training camp. You know, the Steelers, it was really weird. They had different rules for him. You know, I'm not sure if you're aware of that, but like at training camp when the team was in Latrobe, rather than stay at the dorms, you know, he was allowed to stay off campus. I don't know how that situation is with the Raiders, and if this is someone who values their privacy or doesn't want to be part of those types of settings and, you know, doesn't want to set foot in Napa, would rather just go straight to team headquarters in Oakland and begin his training camp a couple weeks into the preseason. So, you, you know, we have that situation with, you know, Antonio Brown. I think if you're the Raiders, you have to coddle him right now. Yeah. I think that the tough love stuff just doesn't work, Brian. I mean, you saw it last year in Pittsburgh, and I think, you know, look, the, the thing that probably disturbed me more than the, the silly helmet stuff about all this was when you read Mike Silver, who did incredible reporting on this and put it up on Twitter from NFL.com, about, you know, halfway through his 20-pronged you know prong thread, was a note about how Antonio Brown alarmed team officials by the way he was handling meetings during the off season. how he would just spend his time on his tabloid looking at his bank account or looking at Instagram, you know, and his social media accounts, rather than actually participating in these meetings. I mean, you knew he was going to be a high-maintenance type of guy, but, but, you know, some of this stuff gets so goofy with him, and it's outside the norm, and I know ultimately if he produces on Sunday, that's what the Raiders are hoping. They get a great wide receiver, one of the best in the NFL, when he's focused and locked in on it. But you got to put up with a lot, and clearly this is a huge example of that. We're going to get to quarterbacks here in a minute, but what do you make? I've been hearing this a lot from people saying, hey, if he signs a waiver, what's the big deal? Let him wear whatever helmet he wants to. Why do you think that would be a bad idea for the NFL to get into that way of thinking? Well, it's just something they're not a direction they're not going to go on because they're they're pitching the future of the sport and, and making sure that young people continue to play football on safety. I mean, right yeah. now they're involved in billion dollar legislation, you know, litigation rather about concussions and you know misdiagnosis of players, et cetera. If you put him out there, you set an example for others. It, it, you know, because look, anything that happens in the NFL, rules changes, things like that, it does trickle down to the youth leagues because these are people who, you know, young people are impressionable. And if Antonio Brown says, well, this helmet's good enough for me, I don't care if I suffer head trauma. I just want to be comfortable and feel good out there on the field. And I don't like any of the other helmets. Well, you're going to have youth players do the same. It's a black eye for the NFL. In fact, I think the league, you know, maybe they should be applauded for 
taking some steps to try to get players better helmets. Now, that being said, you know, Brian, let's not get too carried away with helmet safety. I just want to make sure. I'm not sure, you know, when you're talking about the amount of, of concussive force that sometimes you're hit with in the NFL, I don't know if any helmet is going to protect you, but at least they're trying. And at some point there might be enough data to say, yes, this is a helmet that helps reduce the chances of a concussion, but let's not, there's never going to be a concussion-proof helmet. No doubt. He's Alex Marvez, FSR NFL Insider and Sirius XM NFL host. Joins us here on Fox Sports Sunday. Let's get to some quarterbacks over here. How about the rookies? Daniel Jones led a nice touchdown drive with the Giants. Dwayne Haskins, two interceptions, looked bad. Kyler Murray, only one series as a rookie over there. What are your thoughts on the rookies so far? Okay, we'll start with Kyler Murray, and it's interesting because they want to keep this offense under wraps. I was talking with Cadre Diggs of the Detroit Lions about this, and he says, look, I've, I've played this type of offense when I was in college. He feels pretty comfortable with Detroit going to play Arizona in week one, that he'll have a good idea about some of the stuff that Cliff Kingsbury is going to run. But it's, it's a challenge. You know, obviously, they don't want to show anything the Arizona Cardinals, to tips off what they're actually going to be running during the regular season. So for Kyler Murray, it's really just going through the, the protocol of, okay, this is how an NFL game is. And, you know, so this way you're not just sticking him out there week one without him having gotten any snaps. But he's not executing an offense that will look anything like what the Arizona Cardinals are doing during the regular season. That's why I think you're, you see the limited game time from him. The Cardinals don't want to tip their hand. Dwayne Haskins, look, it's a project. I mean, he started for one year at Ohio State. I mean, there's a reason that they still have Colt McCoy and Case Keenum. He's going to struggle. I mean, that's just the reality of it. It's not going to be an automatic. He comes in and is a superstar in Washington. It's a, it's in fact, you know, Joe Theismann said that it would be best if Dwayne Haskins sat for a year. I don't know if it's realistic, but I agree with him. I mean, and let him learn and then, you know, try in year two to see if he's taking enough steps to be ready to start. I know that's taboo in today's NFL where everyone wants immediate results from a rookie quarterback, but this young man just simply isn't ready at this point in his career to go. Not to say he won't be, but you've got to be judicious in how you use him. And as for Daniel Jones, let the quarterback controversy begin. I mean, I- I've been a Daniel Jones fan. I mean, people don't understand that he is an athletic guy. You know, he's he's not Eli, you know, and I think people are starting to realize that. And listen, he's handled all of the outside criticism and negativity with true class. I think the guy's done a great job, hasn't let it affect him. He hasn't gotten down about it. Look, by, the Giants want to start Eli Manning, and they want him to be, you know, back to being an effective quarterback. But if Eli, you know, if he's struggling, I think that a performance like Daniel Jones, who's able to string some of those together in the preseason, you know, I don't think that they would hesitate at some point, even early on in the year, to say, no, it's time, and Daniel Jones is our guy. I want to ask you about Dak Prescott, because he started the preseason game against the 49ers. And I looked at that, and I'm like, if he's playing hardball, and he and his representatives are saying no less than 30, 32 million per year, like, well, let's just say his demands are just too high, the Cowboys know that he's not going to be sitting out. He's playing a preseason game for crying out loud. He's not going to be sitting out during the regular season. What are the chances, if Dak Prescott's demands are too high, that the Cowboys say, you know what, no, no contract extension, we'll figure it out next year, either franchise him, go with a rookie quarterback, or extend him then? What are the chances he doesn't get extended before the season starts? 
Well, I mean, if, if his number's too high, you're right. I mean, really the ball at this point where, you know, the Cowboys and they, they sort of leaked it to the media themselves. I mean, look, if, if the guy doesn't want to negotiate, if they just think that, no, we're going to let this play out, we're going to sweat the Cowboys basically, right? And then at some point they're going to panic and then they'll want to work with us. And, you know, they'll come up with our number and come up with something new and we'll kickstart negotiations and go from there. But right now, the Cowboys say they have deals that, that make these among the five highest paid players at their respective positions, talking about Dak Prescott, Zeke Elliott, and Amari Cooper. That being said, there is a wide gulf between the highest paid player, you know, like at the running back position, for example, and you go to number five. And we're talking a gulf of almost $5 million a year you know, in, in salary discrepancies. So, you know, be careful with, with you know, how you, you know, uh, analyze the numbers. But, I, I mean, it is, you know, with, with the case of Dak starting, remember, Kellen Moore is in his first uh, season as offensive coordinator, and it's his first time calling the play. So I just think they wanted to get some, you know, flow and just let Kellen and, and Dak work together in a game situation and then get him the heck off the field before he could be injured. You know, the, the other thing is, and I don't think this would happen, because just as a leader on a team, you can't do it. But, you know, what if Dak Prescott said, well, you guys aren't offering me my money, so I'm walking out of camp, you know, type mm-hmm. of thing. We've seen stranger things that have happened. I don't see him doing it. I would hope for his sake, if you're talking, you know, and it, look, it's easy for me to say, right? But if you're talking, Brian, with, with you know, $2 million a year on the average, I mean, are you really going to, you know, in, in a sport where you could see that one injury could end it all for you? I mean, are you really going to risk generational wealth and being able to take care of your family and your family's families and your family's family's families, you know, for decades to come over something like that? I just hope these guys get their deal done and nobody gets hurt, really, because football is that type of sport, and we've seen it happen where, you know, one injury and you're never the same. Yeah. Last one for you, Patrick Mahomes. He just picked up where he left off. He looked incredibly (laughs) sharp in that drive against the Bengals. You know, like sometimes you resist not wanting to be knee-jerk reaction guy and you're reluctant to a fault right if you look at Patrick Mahomes if you say goat potential or at least being a top five quarterback in the history of the game that's you know like that's the the hollowed territory over there do you think it's likely that Patrick Mahomes ends up in that territory when it's all said and done he has the potential. And, you know, the thing is, from having spent time with him and the Chiefs this past week, he's 24, 25 years old, right? There are veteran players that are in awe of him. Like, I get it when you have people that, you know, like if you're a young player and you come in the league and you're in awe of Cam Newton because you played him on Madden or, you're, you know, you join the Patriots and it's, oh, my God, it's Tom Brady. I've been watching him since I was born type of stuff, which is actually true. <laughs> you know, I mean, now that he's 20 years in the league. So, I mean, I get it, you know, where, where you have that. It's like that with Mahomes, too. And the thing is that the Chiefs continue to add layers to this offense, this offseason. You know, talking to Andy Reid about it, they continue to expand their packages. They have specific coaches who, who scour through college film and even high school film if need be, but they're looking for different offensive sets that they think can fit Patrick Mahomes. I mean, they, you know, they, there's nothing that Patrick Mahomes is doing that will tell you he won't be an all-time great. If I can use all those double, double negatives, he really has the potential to be one of the greatest of all time, and it's a joy to watch. I mean, he's, they, they, he's few and far between with the type of arm talent and just the natural feel he has for the game. Yeah, he's special. You are too, Alex Marvez. Appreciate the time uh, this morning, my man. Thanks, Pino. Be good, Bennett. You too. There he is, Alex Marvez, FSR, NFL Insider, and SiriusXM NFL Radio Host. Hey, we're brought to you by Discover. Get your free credit scorecard today. Even if you're not a Discover customer, it includes your FICO credit score. And checking your scorecard won't hurt your credit. 
Learn more at discover.com slash credit scorecard limitations apply. All right, coming up next, got a lot to do. I got a quick thought on old Mahomes. Also, there's nose picks. I'm going to go your own way. Great, great story before we get on out of here on a Sunday morning. I'm Brian No. Keep it locked right here from the Geico Studios. This is Fox Sports Radio. This is Fox Sports Sunday. I'm Brian No here on Fox Sports Radio, coming to you from the Geico Studios. Up next, Mike Harmon and Tori Gurley. Keep it locked here on Fox Sports Radio. We'll have tons of hard-hitting championship-level content. You don't want to miss that. Real quickly, before nose picks, Patrick Mahomes. He's a flat-out beast. I've hear, I'm hearing a lot of this. of Oh, well, Andy Reid, I mean, he's an offensive genius. you got to give Andy Reid a lot of credit. Yeah, give Andy Reid some credit, but don't sell Patrick Mahomes short because of that. Like you watched yesterday, threaded the needle to Travis Kelsey. Last year, no-look pass. Some of the things, moving around, escapability, arm talent. That's not only Andy Reid. He'd be the first to tell you, don't give me too much credit. Give Mahomes the lion's share of the credit. So please don't forget that. With no further ado, I got some gambling selections for you. Let's do it. Nope. Nose picks coming at you. Are you ready for it? Sparky, here's the deal. Are you in desperate need of gambling insight? Do not fear, for Brian No is here. And now the time has come for Nose Picks. All right, rapid fire style last week. Another disappointing week. Only one and two. So we get one right. Wrong. And then wrong. Yeah, a couple of wrongs. Uh, under 500. We're going to write this ship. Football right around the corner. We're going to be crazy right now. I'm letting my hair down. All of these baseball teams have to win by at least two runs. I'm riding the hot teams. Yankees, Mets, Cardinals. Okay. Miles Michael is the Lizard King on the bump for the cards. I'm taking them. Both teams, Yankees, Mets, New York teams, and St. Louis. Give me that. Got to win by two runs apiece. And it's time to go our own way here. The story I have for you, Damon Sheehy Giuseppe. He is an undrafted free agent with the Cleveland Browns. He had a punt return for a touchdown against the Redskins. Unbelievable story. This guy played junior college football. He was at Phoenix Community College. He's been going around for months and months just trying to latch on with a team. He was sleeping outside a 24-hour fitness. He had no money. He finally got on with the Browns. He talked his way into getting a tryout. He wasn't even on the list, just knew one of the guys somehow got in that way. Awesome story. Have a great Sunday. We'll catch you next week. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah! 
Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Tired of restless nights? At Lisa, we know good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. From memory foam mattresses to hybrids that keep you cool all night long, Lisa's mattresses offer exceptional comfort and support with free delivery and 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details.